like to welcome everybody into the Redeemed Podcast. I know it's been a while since I've had an episode, a few um, family adventures and uh, some time away, um, you know, studying the Word and with God and prayer, but um, he really laid this on my heart a while back uh, that I would um, start uh, interviewing people for this podcast and uh he, when he agreed to this a long time ago, he didn't know that I'd hold his feet to the fire and hold him true to his word. But um, today we have uh, Tyler Ayers with us. Tyler is a um, associate for Modern Woodman. He's going to tell us a little bit about himself and also a um, former player of mine who I have great respect for and a good Christian man. And um, I'm just going to start letting him share his sto- or, uh, story. So, uh, Tyler, thanks for uh, being here with us today. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, when when you asked me, I I kind of jumped on it. Uh, I kind of asked, told God, you know, let me be your hands and feet. And unfortunately, well, actually, fortunately for that matter, that when you ask God to to use you, He He does, and you just got to jump, learn to fly on the way down. Sometimes, correct? Yeah, it's one of those things like when the the mama bird you know, gets the bird out of the nest and says, here you go, you got to learn. If you ask God to use you in a certain way, you better be ready to do it because he's definitely going to hold your feet to the fire to do that. Um, I, I mentioned to the audience that you're an associate with a modern woodman. You just want to tell us like a, a little bit about that and maybe how just the coronavirus or quarantine, um, people tend to look at it as a negative way, but you, you know, you always respond to adversity very well and you've used it for a positive. How has this helped um, maybe just change the way that you do things on a daily basis? Well, with uh, Modern Woodman, we're a fraternal financial service company. So the, the day work that we do day to day is investments, life insurance, like that. But being fraternal means that we're technically a nonprofit. So all of our pro- portion of our profits go back into the community, help out in times like these. You know, we've done school supplies, helping out in different things. We um, we gave some money when they were making masks out at the community college to help them, and um, really. I found out that, especially during the coronavirus and the, the stock market taking a, a tank on us, that really it strengthened relationships. Knowing that um, I went back to our days in basketball, that when you're down in the fourth quarter, in times like these is when you look your teammate in the eye and say, hey, we're going to get through this and we're going to get through this together. And Sometimes in those games, we were scared to death ourselves, but we didn't let that show. We just said, hey, we're going to get through this, guys. We're, we're going to figure out a way. And that's really what I've kind of leaned on. And I've always loved that enthusiasm about you in, in talking about figuring out a way. And it goes back to when we um, had lunch not that long ago, the mask that you wore, and it said faith over fear and um just the climate that we're in right now, people are unsure about maybe a job or even even their faith, a relationship. And you mentioned relationships. Can you? Um, is there a specific example just in the in this short two to three months of you know not to share anything confidential, but where you really were with a client and you felt like man that you know God's using me in a different way than what He was before this? Uh, yeah, I I had one client that going in it was strictly you know it was business. I, take care of your investments shake your hand and leave and you'll we'll talk again next quarter at our quarterly checkup but after this kind of really figuring out where their pain points were and just kind of being an active listener is one thing that we've kind of talked about that i 
didn't take advantage of, you know, in, our, in my meetings and talking with clients, I was always worried about what I was going to say next, how I was going to handle objections and answer their questions instead of actually listening to them and kind of feeling their body language, especially. And and I know that that can go a long way. You talk about active listening when, you know, we just ate not that long ago um, and you hit something else. We're always quick to have something to say in return. And I feel like as Christians that we do that, I know I do that a lot sometimes instead of just sitting there and listening to the person, we want to have that um, answer to all their problems right there, have that perfect verse. But, you know, sometimes we're not going to have all the answers. Only God has all the answers. And that, and that kind of brings me back to, um, you know, something that you may lean on during this time. Do you have a particular um, verse or devotion or just something that you lean on that maybe you can give encouragement to people out there that maybe are struggling right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's definitely Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, that That verse was written on every basketball shoe in high school on the inside of my horse trailer when I was rodeoing in it. I unfortunately, I was like many, they stick to that verse. It was, I feel like it was the faith, you know, um, lucky rabbit's footer to say. I was just like, okay, I can do all things through Christ. It strengthens me. But when it comes down to it, when I back in the box, when I wrote, it's my left arm, I can do it myself because I'm talented. But really, um, God, one thing that I always used to pray was, Lord, let me help you. Let me rope your will, is what I would say every night in my prayer. And in my mind, that was just, let's just keep this, let's keep rodeoing, let's keep making money <laughs> and being the superstar that I wanted to be instead of letting God use you. And he obviously did because when I got in my car accident, that first took a whole nother meaning. Um, you still see it sometimes in town, but um, on the basketball unit, uh, t-shirts after I got out of the hospital, you know, you guys had Team TA with yep. my brand on it. And that's, you know, for my ego side, I love that. I was like, yeah, that's that's me, baby. But on the back is what's more important, Philippians 4.13, that they can see somebody that's, you know, been down and almost out. To be able to say, hey, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You know, you either find an excuse or you find a way. And leaning on your faith, you really find a way to get through anything. I, I'm glad that you you shared that with us and, and you brought up the accident and how, you know, the team TA that we we had on the shirts. Um, Tyler's referencing um, a, uh, an accident that he was in. Uh, a number of years ago, and then at a basketball game that we had at um, Fairfield, we had T-shirts printed up, like he said, with his brand, the verse that he loved, Philippians 4.13. But I think also, Tyler, I want to have you um, hit on this a little bit too, because I'm pretty sure as you go onward after Philippians 4.13, Paul talks about being content in all circumstances. And you were talking about, you know, the lucky rabbit's foot, that was your verse. Then it was all you when it was time to rope. But yeah. can you maybe um, for the, the podcast, you know, we call it the redeemed podcast. Can you talk about how the accident maybe made you go from your verse being just a lucky rabbit's foot to now? Yes, I have learned to be content in all circumstances and how you're allowing God to use you as his hands and feet on a, on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, well, when it, 
you go to Philippians 4.13, you back up in the, the verse right before it, Paul talks about how, you know, I know as I have, have a lot and have none, and in all things, I can, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that really kind of hits the nail on the head there. It's just, you know, I'm going to be thankful for, you know, when you lose, you know, I'm paralyzed from the waist down, you really kind of look at things a whole different way. Like, okay, I'm, I'm thankful I'm alive. That's, that's, you know, a lot of people, they act, they look, oh, they, they try to throw a pity party, and I don't really like having a pity party. You, you've you never been one, you know, for a pity party. And, and let me just preface this before he goes on. I don't want to interrupt him, but this is a guy that we were talk we've talked about this story all the time. You know, you talk about toughness. We're in a we're in a box out drill in practice and he and one of his good friends are boxing out and our practices would get very competitive. Can you can you tell us about um just that the toughness that you showed in that drill and, and how that and we'll come back to the story here in a second. Well uh it it kinda goes back to when we we're just little kids that we've played together as a team and we've been best friends on the court, but we'd always, everything would be a dog fight. If we'd play football, it'd be a, it'd be a bare knuckle brawl. Well, we were doing the box out drill and the loser had to do 10 push ups. And I told my buddy, Patrick, I said, you might as well get on your belly cause you're not getting this. And when you do the box out drill, it's not, there's no out of bounds lines. So right. I, to say that I would run through a brick wall through you, I was almost there because I ran as hard as I could after that ball right into the brick wall, and I I just was hitting the vent, the AC vent in the gym. I put my arm up, and it just cut me like a, a cheese grater almost, but uh, there was blood everywhere, but I just kind of wrapped it up and got back out there because, I mean, I wasn't going to let that keep me down. No, cuz you're you you show that grit and that toughness and like you were just saying you you don't have a you don't want a pity party thrown for you because of what's happened to you and in 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 that drill is a perfect example of that cuz you know you got scratched up and bloodied up but then I remember we got you bandaged up and you were ready to go back out there. So what would you um as you were going on with your story, what would you say like how's your response been, you know, when somebody I would say you almost look at this as a, a challenge, like you're going to use this situation and and just show people, hey, you know, God's using me even more than what he did before. Yeah, that's, I mean, being able to kind of let your light shine is really, you know, um, you know, we're told that we're jars of clay. It would just, it could be easy to say, oh yeah, all, all the glory to God when I'm winning rodeos. No, we're winning basketball games. Yep. You know, beat your chest, point out to the sky, and just like yeah, that's it's easy to praise God in those situations. But when it looks like you know it's the darkest of dark, that's hard to praise God in those and say thank you for these hard times. But it's only in the darkest of night is when you see the stars shine, and that's really what I've tried to you know, be a lightness, especially today in this the dark world that we live in. That, there's so much hatred and there's so much negativity just to be that light. Well, you are in the amount of time I've known you, you've always been such a light and, and what you're talking about there being jars of clay and just being a reflection of Christ. I know that for any of you that are listening to this that have never met Tyler, um, anytime I've been in a gym, uh, when I've had an opposing team that's come to, to, to play, 
a uh, team that maybe his brother was on or that he's there to watch. You know, he's one of the first people that I make sure I go find and greets me. He's always got something great to say. And uh, he genuinely has a big heart. And just being that light, being that reflection of Christ, and it doesn't really matter how dark it is in the world. If you let that light shine long enough, that light's going to outshine the darkness. And I'm sure that you've probably faced other challenging situations when you try to be that light because when people have darkness in their hearts or they're just absorbed by things they shouldn't be they don't want to see that light shine yeah um well like when you said you you kind of come out you we've seen each other but when um you guys played my brother it was kind of tough for me because to me I had family on both sidelines right there because you and I were I, we were family on the court, but we're brothers in Christ, and that's a whole nother level. And that's one thing I really rely on when I would like to say I have it together all the time and that I can, you know, I can do it all on my own. But when you're having those tough times, it's good to have, you know, your brothers in Christ that you can really rely on and just say, hey, I'm having a tough time. And I don't even have to tell you sometimes that you just send me a text about a, a Bible verse or a video, and it just always seems to hit just at the perfect time. You know, I would like to say it's consequence or coincidence, but it's just we a know, God thing. And, and it's funny that you say that because I felt the same way about you, especially, you know, I don't know how many times I got a text during good seasons and not so great seasons when you would say, hey, how's the team looking or how the team's doing? And anytime you'd send me a text, it always make me find my the optimistic side and not just look at it about the wins and losses, but also how you can impact people on a daily basis. And um, you said something there that struck a chord with me when you said that uh, you may look like you have it all together. I mean, I, and I'm sure sometimes when I've talked to people about faith, they may have the assumption that I have it all together. And what what would you tell somebody right now? Because I definitely don't have it all together. I can think of five, 10, 15 incidents each day. You've admitted you don't. There are people out there, somebody's going to listen to this because we know that we've been brought together for a reason since we've known each other all the way back in 2007. We know we've been brought together to this moment today. What would you tell somebody that maybe wants to learn about Christ or wants to have a relationship with him, but they don't think they're good enough to have one. Well, I mean, I'm the perfect example of, you know, God loves you through your, your shortcomings, you know, rodeo cowboys. We've, we, we earned the reputation of kind of being a little bit rough around the edges. And I, uh, let's just say that, um, if 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 I if I die that you don't want to be behind me in the judgment line because <laughs> we're liable to be there for a minute. But um, what I would say to someone that that doesn't have that relationship is um, it's actually kind of goes back to my story. Um, back before my accident, I got the opportunity to interview um, one of my heroes. Um, he was the current world champion calf herper at the time, Strand Smith. And in that conversation, it was supposed to be about equine science and about the equine industry, but it kind of took a, a turn. You know, we just started talking about rodeo and then about our faith. And um, one thing that he said is, as long as your heart's still beating, God's not through with you yet. You don't have to be a world champion to know that God loves you and he has a purpose for you. So that's what I would say is you may think you're too far gone, but 
you're not, you know, God's not through with you yet. You know, if your heart's still beating, God's still got a purpose for your life. And it's almost like, and I love the way you say that, as long as your heart's still beating, God's not through with you yet. And what would you also say to people out there in terms of, you know, you talk about coincidence. We know there's no such thing as coincidence. And and it's, and, and we could sit here for the next hour, we could sit hours upon hours and talk about things, not just from our own lives, but from people we know about how God is constantly at work. If somebody's listening to this still and they feel that little nudge or feel like that, you know, hey, I want to learn more about this Jesus guy, you know, what, what would you, what would you tell them to do? I mean, just, I mean, reach out to me personally and I'll have that conversation with you and pray for you, kind of talk to you about anything. It's, you know, it doesn't even have to be about, you know, sitting in the church pew every Sunday. You just have starting that relationship and just having open dialogue and just digging into the word. That's one thing that I find that when I get so lost and I was like, well, I'll, I try to do things my own way. Yep. It's just like you dig into the word, you know, spend time in prayer and meditation. And it's just like, wow, he just kind of opens your eyes and your heart. And it's just it's like, well, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I shouldn't try to beat my head against this wall trying to do it myself. It's almost like we get that complex to where we feel like God can take us to a certain point and then we have to do the rest on our own where we know it's not our deeds and it's not what we do. It's just, it's when, when Jesus comes into our lives, it's, it's a gift we never deserve to begin with. And we constantly, you know, want that every day and seek that out and just be thankful for that gift he's given us. And I, I, for one, am extremely thankful that, you know, I've met you and that you've been a part of my life. And, um, you know, one of the podcasts you and I were talking about that, uh, I listened to a lot the Focus Three podcast. I never would have even started that. See, and that's another God thing. I never would have started listening to that had it not been for you sending me that perfect text two months ago. And and one of the things they talk about in that podcast is how you how you can respond on a daily basis. How do you not even just as a Christian, but just as a human being? You know, when things seem like they're tough and you're down and out, how would you encourage people to respond in situations like that? I mean, uh, like you were talking about that podcast, um, it goes back to the E plus R equals O. Your event plus your reaction equals the outcome. You can't control the out. The outcome's your goal. That's steadfast. You're, you're not changing that no matter what. The events are things you, are out of your hands. The thing you can't control is your reaction to that. It's just always just figuring out, we're going to get through this, guys, and we're going to, you know, it may be tough, you know, I'd, I'd like to say it's all smooth sailing, but, you know, once you put a put that goal out there that, hey, this is what I want in my life, it's, it's it'd be easy to say it's just all smooth sailing, but there's going to be ups and downs. It's just never to lose sight of your, your, you know, your true purpose in life through anything. And stay in that moment and search for Christ, and he's going to show you that path you need to walk on. Exactly. Well, I, I thank you so much for, you know, obviously, thanks for lunch, by the way, um, and uh, just 
spending time talking with me and talking about faith and um for the people that have listened up to this point uh in the podcast um, i'm really excited about this episode i think you're going to love it um i want to go ahead though since this is my first interview um if you would uh tyler if you'd just close us in prayer real quick and we'll uh go on okay dear lord thank you for this day you've given us thank you for all the many blessings and just thank you for this opportunity to just to just tell my story and tell about how the your love never fails on us and that we can truly do all things through you and hopefully this reaches somebody that's just lost out there in the world and just looking for their purpose and know that as long as their heart's still beating you're not through with them because you loved us so much that you sent your son to die that we may be saved everything we do may be a pleasing in your sight in jesus name i pray amen